Have you committed to 21 days of homeschool prayers? Seeking Jesus first really is the best way to start the new year. This week, we're focusing on praying for the people in our homeschools. Welcome to the Rest in the Homeschool Trench podcast, a place for homeschool mamas seeking to cultivate victorious rest in the midst of daily homeschool battles. I'm your host, Amy Smith, and I want to offer hope that in Jesus, we can experience victorious rest. Welcome to 21 Days of Homeschool Prayers. I hope you've committed to seeking Jesus first for the next 21 days so that He can do what only God can do in your homeschools. If you haven't listened to our previous episode about a better resolution, a restful homeschool resolution, I hope you'll go back and listen to that as soon as you're done with this episode. It's all about why these 21 days of intentional prayer of seeking Jesus first really is better than any New Year's resolution you can make for making changes in your homeschool this year. In this first week, we want to focus on praying for our people. We want to be praying for our families, for our children, for ourselves. We want to be be praying for our children's hearts and our own hearts. We want to be praying about the interest of our children. We want to be praying through their strengths and their weaknesses. We want to pray that God will help us see what's going on in them, that He'll give us insight into their struggles right now, and that He'll also show us their strengths and the giftings and the calling that He has placed inside each one of them. As we're praying for people, we definitely want to be praying for our relationships. We want to pray for relationships between you and and your children. If you're married, want to pray about the relationship between you and your husband. Want to pray about those sibling relationships. And we absolutely want to be praying about our children's personal relationship with God himself. Now, as you start to think about praying for your people and praying for all of these relationships in your home, One thing you might want to pray about is the conversations that you're having. Those conversations going on around you all the time give great insight into where people's hearts are and where it is we need to be praying and asking God to do what only He can do in our hearts and in our children's hearts. So I want to read a little bit to you out of the Restful Homeschool Resolution book that's available on Amazon. And this is the prayer focus on day six. It's all about family conversations. Let's pray through the times your family talks with one another. Meals, driving, game time, read aloud time, while you're cleaning, cooking, playing, proactive and reactive conversations, all the time. Are your conversations restful or anxiety provoking? One way to foster rest in your conversations is to thank and bless together. Keep a family gratitude list. Focus on blessing God's name together. Thank God for specific things you enjoy about one another. A little side note here. That idea of thanking and blessing was the focus of the devotion here on day six. 
If your heart is not restful about your conversations, ask God to reveal what leads to the unrest. Ask Him to lead your family toward rest as you constantly talk with one another. Ask Him to produce His fruit of love, kindness, and gentleness in all of your hearts. So that idea of thanking and blessing God is something that your family can do in prayer together. You know, Psalm 100 verse 4 says, We enter God's gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. And we're given that instruction to give thanks to Him and bless His name. Thanking and blessing God is how we enter His presence. So conversations are one area of our relationships that we need to be praying about and give insight into more things we can pray about. But we also want to be praying about our students' hearts. Let me read another section here for you from day four. Do your students' attitudes lead your heart away from rest? Whining and complaining, laziness, stubbornness, pride and insecurity. Oh, these moments are the perfect opportunity to turn up the music. Worship will work wonders for both you and your children. Worship can draw all of our hearts toward Jesus. But have you considered how the state of your own heart affects how you respond to the sinfulness of your children's hearts? How do you usually handle poor attitudes in your homeschool? You know, you could give the right answer or the real answer. Honesty is crucial. Only the Holy Spirit can cultivate true heart change in our children, but He has given us as moms the task of planting seeds for Him to grow. We must remember to seek Jesus first when training our children so we can begin with our own hearts in the right place. We certainly cannot handle this area of our homeschools alone. Or maybe when you're thinking through what to pray about in your family with your people, maybe sibling relationships is top of your list. It certainly has been for me. Let's flip forward a few pages in the Restful Homeschool Resolution to day 14. Now, every day in this book has a devotion, a prayer challenge, and a prayer focus. And here on day 14, the prayer focus is for sibling relationships. And here's what we find that day. As you gather, you might encounter conflict or squabbles. I'm assuming those happen in other people's homes, too. Well, maybe it doesn't happen in your family, but it does tend to happen around here. As my family has journeyed through various areas of homeschool life that can be unrestful, I keep thinking we've hit my hardest personal struggle, but then we move to the next day, and I'm there again today. Perhaps sibling relationships are most unrestful for me. The fussing, pestering, and bickering drives me crazy. Honestly, some days I completely lose control of my response. Yes, my husband and I are intentional in character training and consequences for wrong behavior, but we cannot change our children's hearts toward one another. Heart change is the work of the Holy Spirit. Love Peace and patience are among the fruits He produces, not me. My role is to stand in the gap for their relationships and ask God to do what only He can do.
You know, that is so true. Our role as moms is to stand in the gap for our children in prayer. We need to ask God to do what only He can do, because the change we want to see in our children can only be accomplished by the Holy Spirit. Those character qualities we want to see in them are fruits of the Holy Spirit. So we're going to have to ask God to do what only He can do in our children's lives. We also need to ask Him to do what only He can do in our own hearts and in our relationships as well. Now, as we're walking through these different areas of homeschool life, there are three different things that we can do. We can evaluate, surrender, and receive rest. This kind of gives us a process that we can walk through in our prayer times. And as you spend this week praying about your people, I encourage you to do these three things. Number one, evaluate. Is your heart currently restful in this area? Is your heart restful when you think about your people and your relationships? And what are the cues of unrest in your heart? You know, those those cues might include a pull toward depression or anxiety or waking up in the middle of the night worrying about something. Those are cues that show us where our heart is un, is not restful. And as we evaluate where our heart is, that shows us those areas we need to be bringing before the Lord in prayer. So first, you want to evaluate how your people and relationships are. And then number two, surrender. I encourage you to surrender your efforts to fix the problem. Yes, as mom, you are involved in this process and there are steps you need to take and things you need to do. But I encourage you to surrender trying to fix the problem on your own. And also surrender your expectation of the outcome. When you think of any problem area in your homeschool, we typically have a desired outcome. But I encourage you to surrender that expectation and trust that God just might have a better plan. So you evaluate, surrender, and then number three, receive. Receive God's rest. Ask Him to give you rest in the midst of the struggle. And then ask Him to give you guidance for one thing you can do, one step you can take. You know, it's important as we're taking steps here in the new year that we pray and ask God to give us those ideas of what steps we need to be taking. For this week, the one step I want to leave you with is simply this. Pray for your people every day this week. I know it's simple, but it's so important for us to do. I hope you'll join me next time as we talk about praying for the purpose of our homeschools. Until then, I pray that you will be filled with God's peace that passes all understanding. Mm -hmm.